I figured out I wanted to go into the business because I started doing the business for myself. And so the same thing kind of happened when I hired a coach to kind of help me uncover what it is I'm doing that I'm attracting these, you know, low ticket offer type of mind, my type of clients and things aren't working. And I'm trying the same thing year after year and I'm not growing. So this coach helped me package my skills, my specific skills into an offer that I could go to the market. It's easy to get lost in today's music industry with constantly changing technology and where anyone with a computer can release their own music. But I'm going to share with you why this is the best time to be an independent musician and it's only getting better. If you have high quality music, but you just don't know the best way to promote yourself so that you can reach the right people and generate a sustainable income with your music, we're going to show you the best strategies that we're using right now to reach millions of new listeners every month without spending 10 hours a day on social media. We're creating a revolution in today's music industry, and this is your invitation to join me. I'm your host, Michael Walker. All right, excited to be here today with Evan Price. Evan has over 15 years of experience in the music industry, and he launched a company called Artist Collective out of his dorm room in Chicago while obtaining his bachelor's degree in music business. And since then, he's helped over 100 music brands get launched, transforming artists, musicians into actual business owners and entrepreneurs. His goal is to help artists who are you know, historically more creative types get the tools that they need to actually create a real business and develop sales skills and everything they need to actually be able to do what they love in a sustainable way for the rest of their lives. So definitely a mission that we're, we have a lot of alignments on. And specifically, one thing that I thought was, was really cool to, that we can dig into today is high ticket offers. It sounds like you have a lot of experience around, you know, high ticket sales and as it relates to music and musicians, especially, I'd, I'd be curious to kind of hear your experience around that and what kind of high ticket offers people are are doing successfully. So Evan, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. High, t- high ticket is definitely a, a new realm for musicians and it has been a quite a journey to helping them build that out because it's not something I feel like we are typically designed to think about we're just like we're just, we're just making music we're just making people happy so yeah high ticket is definitely a, a newer thing for musicians it's been really fun mm, awesome cool i'm excited to get into it so before we get started I'd, I'd love to hear just a little bit about yourself and and how you got started kind of discovering what you teach now with the artist collective sure yeah i mean i started like a lot of people in the music industry i started as a musician myself I was a drummer in a metal band and quickly realized that touring and all the musician stuff was cool, but it really wasn't for me long term. I think I was blessed enough to like be able to find that journey really early on and kind of change my trajectory and be like, okay, I'm actually realizing I'm a better manager of the band than a member of the band. <laughs> so I ended up booking our own shows and running a promotion company. And I was just like being an entrepreneur more than an artist. And I was just like, I really like this. I want to learn more about it. So I went to music business school here in Chicago for several years, got my bachelor's in music business management and realized that this is really where I want to be. And through my knowledge of that, I realized, you know, this was in a time where Spotify was just rolling out, slightly dating myself. That's okay. Spotify was just rolling out to like, you know, they were doing those deals with college students and it was new and the four conglomerate like music labels were turning into three. So a lot of change was happening. And I was just like, I don't really want to just get a job in the music industry. I just want to maybe build my own thing. 
So I got my degree and then didn't use it. <laughs> I just built my own company where I wanted to strictly help independent musicians just like myself growing up figure out how to do this, how to make money, how to how to take their skills and turn it into a job or a career. So that's kind of, you know, in a in a in a shell of it. That, that's how I got started. And I've been doing this ever since. Mm, super cool. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. It seems like there's sort of like a yin and yang for, and I'm sure you've experienced this a lot with working with artists where generally we not might not necessarily think a whole lot about the business side or about the entrepreneurial marketing side. And in a lot of cases, that's really like the missing component or the missing piece. And it's so awesome that you're able to really provide this, this type of value and service, kind of fill that, fill that gap. Yeah. So I'd be curious to hear how, like, what was your journey like or experience around discovering specifically high ticket offers for musicians, especially? And, and then we can kind of like dive into to that that topic. Sure. I think it was upon my own discovery of my own high ticket offer. I was, it's all that we do is very meta, right? I figured out I wanted to go into the business because I started doing the business for myself. And so the same thing kind of happened when I hired a coach to kind of help me uncover what it is I'm doing that I'm attracting these, you know, low ticket offer type of mind, my type of clients and things aren't working and I'm trying the same thing year after year and I'm not growing. So this coach helped me package my skills, my specific skills into an offer that I could go to the market at a high ticket because I'm can promise a big transformation because I know exactly who my ideal client is. And by doing this, I uncovered, Hey, I can do this for my clients too. They don't have high ticket offers. Even, you know, high ticket offer could mean we can get into this as well, but like could also mean a high ticket event. So many musicians are like, ah, I'm just getting paid a hundred dollars for this bar gig. You know, that's because you're not going out trying to ask for the $5,000 corporate gig. That's why you keep getting those because you keep attracting those. So if you package a high ticket event and you you know, create the right leads and do the right sales strategies, you can get into those circles easier than you might think. So I think the high ticket mentality is just it comes down to really polishing what it is that you do and being very, very, very clear about what transformation you're offering. So yeah, mm -hmm. to answer your question, I, I got into it because I uncovered my high ticket offer and it's been working and I've been working with some amazing clients, helping them create their own powerful offers. And I want to continue to do that with, with other musicians around the world. Mm. Very cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and I have firsthand experience as well, seeing the, the power of, of having the high ticket offer. You know, we have a, a client who I just met in Orlando for breakfast and they had just gotten off of a $12,000 private party gig. And you know, most, most artists don't necessarily like put like, don't even think of that big or think that that's even possible or think that they deserve that or that they're worth it. So to actually have, you know, an ability to create something that's that valuable, that they, that it can provide that type of value, I think is, is hugely beneficial. So just, just out of curiosity, the, you mentioned that, and I've had the exact same experience, like a lot, so much of what I do now is because of my mentors and what I've learned from them. And, you know, they had their own mentors. And, you know, if you look at Olympic athletes, like they all had, they all have mentors, right? They have, you know, someone that helps guide them and helps them kind of learn what, how to be successful. Um, mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, who who is your coach that, that kind of helped you get started? 
I've worked with several over the years. The first one is actually a close friend of mine who got into business coaching was not even in music at all. He was building like high ticket offers for like chiropractors and whatnot, but he knew me very well. So I think that's why, why it helped. I've worked with Tom Worth. I've worked with, I'm, I'm working with a Tanner Chidester as well. Just these business, these Russell Brunson types you know, that are all like into funnel hacking. I think this is something that is, you know, I know you talk a lot about the value ladder and I think that's important. Musicians just are just way behind on this kind of stuff. And it can work for the real estate game. It can absolutely work for musicians. So it's just about taking those entrepreneurial strategies and frameworks and applying them to creative types, which is really exciting. hundred mm, percent. Yeah, it's it's been so interesting to kind of watch. I think in a lot of ways, the music industry is just as an industry is sort of a few steps behind the tech industry and the entrepreneurial like digital marketing industry. So it's great to be able to sort of carry that progress and take those insights and those lessons and those learnings from other industries and be able to give musicians a head start. Um, well, one big question I'm sure you get this a lot when when you start working with artists and and they're thinking about creating a high ticket offer is like what the heck can I offer that's worth $5,000 or $10,000? And how how is, like, can I position that and frame that? So I'll be here to talk a little bit about what are some of the most successful high ticket offers that you see working right now for artists and how can they, how, how can they kind of frame them for that, frame that for themselves? Yeah, I break down the high, best high ticket offers into three categories. And I'm sure there's plenty more that we could come up. We could put our heads together and come up with much more. But the three that I've seen work really well are those high ticket events, corporate gigs, weddings, cover gigs, the, you know, the gigs that will are likely paying more than the original bar gigs for an hour for a hundred bucks. You have freelance services like production and mixing and mastering, video editing. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be because you know it. Musicians are also video video editors and other kinds of creatives. So it's like tapping into your other skills. And then the third is is code in itself, high ticket coaching. So vocal coaches, if you have a process, you don't have to be a Grammy winner to be able to teach someone how to sing or play piano. So if you have a clear process and you feel good about it, and you have somebody that you can teach go from level two to level four, for instance, you could be a coach. You could coach someone how to play piano, sing, songwrite, you know, get your get your music royals, royalties together, whatever it is in your realm. If you've done it for you, you can teach others. That's kind of aligned with what you with what you have. You've been able to kind of grow these Spotify streams for your own band. And now you're teaching other people how to do it. So that's kind of very, again, very meta, right? So you can coach others. So it's about packaging that. Again, you don't have to be this Juilliard, Berkeley level musician to be able to teach someone to to write their first song, for instance. Will it immediately be a $15,000 offer? Maybe not, but work up to it. So we help people figure out what they're really good at. I've coined this phrase, the the MCS method, which is a monetizable creative skill set. So we have to figure out what you would do for free and you just love doing, and we just help you put a, a high ticket dollar sign on it, essentially. All right, let's take a quick break from the podcast so I can tell you about a free special offer that we're doing right now exclusively for our podcast listeners. So if you get a ton of value from the show, but you want to take your music career to the next level, connect with a community of driven musicians, and connect with the music mentors directly that we have on this podcast, 
Or if you just want to know the best way to market your music and grow an audience right now, then this is going to be perfect for you. So right now we're offering a free two-week trial to our Music Mentor coaching program. And if you sign up in the show notes below, you're going to get access to our entire Music Mentor content vault for free. The vault's organized into four different content pillars. The first being the music, then the artist, the fans, and last but not least, the business. When you sign up, you'll unlock our best in-depth masterclasses from a network of world-class musicians and industry experts on the most cutting-edge strategies right now for growing your music business. On top of that, you'll get access to our weekly live masterminds where our highest-level modern musician coaches teach you exactly what they're doing to make an income and an impact with their music. Then once a month, we're going to have our Music Mentor Spotlight Series. And that's where we're going to bring on some of the world's biggest and best artist coaches and successful musicians to teach you what's working right now. And one of the most amazing parts is that you can get your questions answered live by these top-level music mentors. So a lot of the people that you hear right here on the podcast are there live interacting with you personally. So imagine being able to connect with them directly. On top of all that, you'll get access to our private music mentor community. And this is definitely one of my favorite parts of Music Mentor and, and maybe the most valuable is that you're going to have this, this community where you can network with other artists and link up, collaborate, ask questions, get support, and discuss everything related to your music career. So if you're curious and you want to take advantage of the free trial, then go click on the link in the show notes right now and you can sign up for free. Uh, from there, you can check out all of the amazing content, uh, connect with the community, and sign up for the live masterclasses that happen every week. This is a gift for listening to our podcast for the show. Um, so don't miss it out. Go sign up for free now and uh, let's get back to our interview. Very cool. Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. And, you know, mentorship or coaching, I think, is an interesting angle because it's almost it's a very like human thing, you know, especially with the rise of AI and, and digital mm-hmm. intelligence. It seems like mentorship and coaching is something that is one of the more future proof things that you could really be good at and a lot of times artists like you have such an amazing ability to guide and mentor and and really influence and make a positive impact on the lives of the people who follow you and the the lives of your fans imagine you were super i mean a lot of people listen to this right now you probably are a musician because you grew up listening to one of your favorite bands and some folks might not even know who that person is but if you had the opportunity to get personally mentored by that person, it would be hugely valuable. You know, it could be priceless. And, and that's a really interesting angle, kind of teaching them how to, you know, take what they're currently doing, their own creative process and be able to help, help people with that. So what do you say were the, some of the biggest um, roadblocks or sort of challenges or, or struggles that you see artists have when they first get started kind of in this, this vein of creating their high ticket offers? Yeah, it's a great question. There's a good amount. The first two that come to mind, the first one is a whole lot of self-doubt. They feel like because they have they because they don't have a blue check, because they haven't won a Grammy, because they don't have a notable, you know, show that they've performed that they aren't equipped to teach others. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a limiting belief that you have to kind of get over. So that's the biggest thing. It's like, oh, I haven't done X, Y, and Z, so I can't teach anybody. It's like, we know that's not true. If you have a process, then, and you can put it into words, into a framework, you can teach somebody it. You've got to be able to get them results, of course. If you don't know how to play piano yourself, you probably can't teach someone else how to do it. That's obvious. But getting over that hurdle of like, you don't need to be this notable giant person to be able to take someone through a process. And then the second is, is overwhelm. Everybody wants to activate everything at once. They want to create a course and immediately get clients and, and run all these ads and do everything. 
and they end up doing nothing. So one of the biggest things we help them with, another motto of ours is we help you do less better. That's really just what it comes down to. If you focus on just a, a minute level of things, you can actually move the needle faster as opposed to you trying to attack everything at once. So I think it's that self-doubt and that just overwhelming yourself. And that's what you said, like the piece of piece of it that helps with, with coaching is that accountability. Yeah, you can go through a do-it-yourself course, but is are they going to kick you enough in the butt to like say hey you're you shouldn't be doing that you should be doing this that's something a one-on-one coach can really provide that ai or just a do-it-yourself thing won't wouldn't be able to do a lot of what i connect this to is like personal trainers right i can i can i can spend 20 dollars a month and go to planet fitness and figure some stuff out i'll lift some weights am i going to get the same results as if i spend 700 dollars a month on a personal trainer who's going to scream in my ear and tell me exactly what to eat when i go home i'm going to get better results that way it's just fact so same thing here mm. absolutely that's very, very true it seems like we're sort of living in this day and age where there's so much information and there's so many distractions mm. that being able to you know, kind of throw your hat over the fence or have commit and accountability and having someone that checks in with you, you know, something that, I mean, we, we all probably have more books than we can count that we have on the bookshelf that we haven't read or courses that we haven't necessarily gone through or implemented everything. And, and I know there's been some really interesting studies around how big of an impact having accountability and actually having someone there to kind of hold space for you makes in terms of your actually your odds of being successful versus again, mm-hmm. just kind of letting life get in the way. Okay. Cool. So in terms of, let's say that someone here is, is listening and they're like, okay, I definitely feel a bit out of my elements. Like the idea of charging $5,000 for you know something like this seems like, like a big stretch, but if I'm willing to sort of suspend that and kind of give it a shot, how do I, how do I get started? And, and, and maybe, you know, like, where do I find, where do I, how do I kind of hone my edge and how do I find the right people or even start talking with or start offering these types of high ticket services to where do they get started with that? I would say first figure out exactly what it is you want to teach or you want to build with that's first and foremost, like it's gotta be something you're passionate about that you wouldn't mind doing forever. For instance, maybe not forever. <laughs> that that's harsh, but for a long time, a long period of time. Um, <laughs> Even after you, you gotta you align. Die. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that Goldilocks else. business. It's gotta align with, you know, it's gotta be something that you can actually, you know, charge that much for, and also something that aligns with with your passion. It's got to. And mm. second, you gotta figure out exactly wh- who that audience is. Like creating that client avatar is essential. You can't just be like, oh, just like musicians. Anybody who has ears can listen to my music. Yeah, but like who would really like it? So figuring out what are they struggling with? You, what, let's say you want to be a songwriting coach. You know, where are they at in the process? Exactly. Have they never written a song? Have they written songs and put it in their voice memos and they need they need to you know, go to a studio, they have trouble with lyrics, like figuring out exactly where they're at in this process and what they're struggling with, what they're fearing, getting into this more of the psychological thing of it and less about like, what stores are they shopping at? Or like, what websites are they going to? I think it's more important. So figuring out who that audience is, is, is very important. And a lot, usually skipped right over. 
people just go straight into building the courses and not figuring it and they build all the course and then they never ask like what are these people actually struggling with like is this the right course to build mm, totally yeah that's the exact right question to ask is like it, in another way it sounds like what you're saying is really like figuring out how can i provide the most value and that's one of the best ways mm -hmm. to figure out I provide the most value is by figuring out like, where is there a big gap right now? Or is there a struggle? Where is there frustration? Or, or where, where's something that yeah, people like there's currently a sense of friction, which, which is a great kind of pointer towards where you can provide value. You can kind of help alleviate that problem or alleviate that, that friction. The, uh, and, and another point that you made that I think is so, so smart is like the, make sure you don't skip over it and you make sure that you get like kind of in tune with who that person is, understanding who the avatar is before you spend too much time, like trying to just like create an imaginary person in, in your head, I guess. The analogy that, that I use for this sometimes is that, you know, if we're all like resonating at this frequency of this chord, and then the people that you're trying to connect with are like resonating at this frequency, then, you know, you might think like, yeah, this sounds good. Like, I'm gonna like put this out. But then like, really, when you put it together, it's like, <laughs> it exactly, exactly. It, it clashes but then if you, if you do what you're saying and you actually take a point to like to listen to them first and kind of see like like oh like huh like this is what they're they're resonating at then when you start you know creating an actual service for them it can harmonize it can actually kind of resonate and fit with what they're what they're putting out which kind of leads to the next question of how how can someone effectively create one of these client avatars if they don't if they don't know who those people are to start with? Like, do they just kind of sit down and imagine who those people are, or, or do you recommend that they go through a process of like of finding those people and having conversations with them? Or, yeah, I think a mixture of all those, but I think the most efficient way of that, because like what we talked about before, it's very meta, right? It's you usually are creating a product because you at one time struggled with that same problem in the past. So the best avatar is usually your past self. So mm -hmm. if you can create a program to be like, if I created a program for myself 10 years ago, what was I going through? What did I need to get over that I could have gotten over faster than 10 years if I had this thing that I that doesn't exist yet? That's usually the best place to start. A lot of musicians aren't creating. It's impossible. They're not going to create a service for something that they've never done before. So usually put yourself through that, right? Like, what was I struggling with? What what what, what could I go into the past and give my past self this, this program and help them and help them the goal in three years instead of 10? What would they need to know? So that's the best place to start. Of course, asking some people, I'm sure you got people in your circle who struggle with that. But again, like you said, it's, you really have to know what they're, what they're struggling with. A lot of it is a little bit of guesswork, but that's kind of the fun part, but it's just going back to that personal trainer example, like personal, first thing they're going to ask is like, are you trying to gain weight or are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to gain muscle? Are you trying to just be flexible? Are you trying to just like be healthier? Like those are very different tracks that they would put you on depending on what your answer is. So they have to be clear about like what your end goal really is and to build the right program for you. So you have to think in that, in that aspect as well. Mm, cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. Kind of just like reflecting and thinking about your own challenges, what you went through and 
it, it just seemed like the the meta level of what you're talking about is is so is like built into our dna as as humans uh-huh. right like we in every good story like harry potter or lord of the rings like there's always that character like dumbledore there's always the mentor that kind of that that guides someone but then i think that something's overlooked sometimes is actually realize that there's it's reflective too like that everyone not only not only does everyone need a mentor but in order to be like a full human i think that by mentoring and helping and, and paying it forward and serving other people or a bit further ahead can be one of the most fulfilling you know, pieces of, of what you do. Um, mm-hmm. So in your experience now, I would love to dive, so you shared kind of three different categories of high ticket offers that you see working right now for, for musicians. Maybe we could dive a little bit deeper into like one of them. Like if there's one that you kind of see as the one that's kind of the primary one or the one that people are, are really kind of digging their teeth into or getting the, the best results from, um, maybe yeah. we can dive into that process a little bit. And which one do you think that would be? Definitely the coaching. Uh, or we've been working with a lot of aspiring music teachers who are doing it part-time at, you know, Guitar Center or School of Rock or at their local, you know, store that just has in-person meetings. We are helping them build high-ticket offers and take it to the masses, a.k.a. the internet. <laughs> take mm-hmm. it virtual. So that's really been our focus the past few months. And we're definitely aligned with the, with those type of artists because, like I said, we're coaches ourselves. So putting it, our framework right into their hands has allowed them to scale you know, to 5,000, 10,000 plus per month of clients that they're working with around the world. So, and that's a big, you know, we're, we're I think it's an interesting place to be in because we're creatives. Typically, you know, we're not driven by money, but we are driven by freedom and being able to like get out of the nine to five that we hate or not that aligned with. And usually that money helps us get out of that. So I always kind of like to bring up the the monetary thing only because, Hey, it can give you the freedom that you want. Go and travel, go and get out of your day job, go and, you know, retire early, (laughs) whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. Uh, The coaching allows them to do that. I think faster because there's people out there that are willing to pay a high ticket to something as simple as learn how to play piano or learn how to become a better singer. Like people want to pay that because they are, like you said before, it's just information overload right now. Yeah, you can go to YouTube and try to learn how to play piano, play piano or learn how to sing, but it's not catered to you exactly. So it's different. Mm. So true. Yeah. And one thing I'd love to hear your perspective on this, because I think this is we talked a little bit about this before, but but it's probably one of the biggest hurdles or obstacles is around this idea of like, well, who am I to teach this? I'm not super famous. I have a Grammy. And who am I to charge five thousand dollars for this kind of thing? Is it worth it? Do I deserve it? So so I'd love to kind of dig into that 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 feeling of like of of where this and in value, like, is this worth it? But also one point that I want to that I want to make that is I think we mentioned this this earlier too, but the value that you provide when you have a higher ticket offer, if you, if someone, I guess I'll use myself for an example. Like I've, how many free videos are there on YouTube? How many free videos are there online that exist that I have not really implemented or not really taken action with because I didn't really have much skin in the game, really commitment versus the investments that I've made in, you know, business and, and coaches and mentorship and, and masterminds, you know, it's been in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
And yep. those are things that, that like when you throw your hat over the fence and I guess as it relates to fence, you might be doing this and creating a higher ticket offer. Who do you think is more likely to be successful learning how to play piano? Someone who decides that they want to go look up some free videos and just like decide they're like, okay, cool. I'm going to learn how to play piano or someone that spends $5,000 on a coach and the coach meets with them every single week and gives them, you know, premium hands-on support. You know, even like compared to like a $50, you know, course, if someone spent $50 on the, the same coach, you know, or a different yeah. coach, $50, how much more likely is it that they're actually going to stick with it and learn to play piano like a badass if they, yeah. if they actually invested $5,000, you know, there is something just about the investment and the commitment in and of itself that creates a sense of, I don't know, I mean, I'm of an investment, right? Like you're invested in yeah. multiple different ways psychologically. And it, and it does, you know, it carries, carries you forward that if you really truly want to get that result of you know, being able to get up on stage and perform piano in front of a huge crowd, or even just at a dinner party or social gathering, right. And have that experience, then, you know, you're significantly more likely to be able to do that by investing with a higher ticket coach and you can provide that service for someone and you're doing a disservice by not you know, offering that because, you know, by, by doing that, you can help people have more success. So it's kind of, kind of an interesting, you know, kind of the point, like how that commitment can kind of work in terms of having a higher ticket offer. And I'd love to hear your thoughts around that, that yeah. uh, mindset. The one phrase you said was, was the key to all of it, skin in the game. That's really, that's really what it comes. It's just that perceived value, that change in perceived value. Like, oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm investing not only money, but I'm going to have to invest a good amount of time. So it like makes you invest that time because you invested that money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If somebody dug in and like really hit it hard with on YouTube videos and put in all of the time, they would probably get a similar result. We, we could probably agree on that. There's tons of free resources out there. People can learn how to do any of this stuff for free. The problem is they don't. I'm even guilty of this. I at one time chatted with my buddy before we started coaching, uh, hired him to be our coach. He sent me documents and be like, listen, I'm going to get, I'm going to send you these for free. I never use them. I gave him money. And where I'm like, cool, like help us get to this goal. He sent me the exact same sheets. And I'm like, dude, because I, it, I did it too. I just didn't put in the time because somebody just gave it to me. I was like, ah, I don't need to do that. This was like five, six years ago, but still it's just like, <laughs> there's no secret, super secret sauce over here in the coaching realm. It's really all the accountability. And like you said, it putting skin in the game, you're, you're committing to yourself. You're investing that money. Technically you're giving it to someone else, but you're investing it into yourself and the real, you know, what I, what we call artistpreneurs realize that and they really go all in because it's got to sting. Like you said, $25 course, that's not enough to sting. You're probably going to watch a couple videos and then go watch Netflix. Don't lie. You're spending even, you know, $2,500, $5,000, $10,000. You're going to say goodbye to Netflix and you're going to dial in like you better believe and you're going to get the results because you put the time in. So you, you said it best right there. Like you get not, you got to put skin in the game somewhere, somehow. Otherwise we tend to just get a little lazy and, and distracted and don't put in the work. So that's where I think going back to your original thing of like, 
them feeling what you were describing was like imposter syndrome of like, ah, I'm not good enough. Why should I spend, why should I charge this much? It's like, cool. Maybe not go straight into charging $5,000 until you have a couple people, but stop charging $40 an hour for these people who come in for an hour of guitar lessons and they don't dial in like what we help them do. Let's say a guitar teacher is take the $40 an hour, stretch it out to three months and say, I'm going to help you be a master of guitar in three months. It's just $2,300 now. And people will be like, oh man, this is a big commitment. I can't just take one class and then leave again, skin in the game. So it really helps you dial in your ideal audience and your and your best your best clientele because they're serious and you want serious people because you you're not out here for money you know like me i'm not out here to make money i want to help people transform into their best selves and i can't do that if they're not fully committed and i tend to find more committed people who are willing to go all in on themselves and invest a little bit more than that five dollar pdf that you never used hundred <laughs> mm. percent yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And and also just like so so smart taking that same like being able to position what you're offering as a guitar coach instead of it being about the stuff or about like like yeah, like you pay forty dollars an hour. It's like, no, that's not what it's about. That's not what people want. <laughs> like they want to be a guitar master, they want to have that experience the of actually being able to fluently play or you know, they want they want the transformation. Right. They don't want the the stuff. They want the transformation. And so it sounds like you're really helping people to identify what's the true outcome or what's the true transformation that that you can really help someone with. And when you can get clear on that, that like that transformation is the value. Right. It's not about the forty dollar an hour session. You know, if if the person didn't didn't do anything you know, on the like the forty dollar an hour session, if the person literally just could click a button, then you could have that transformation. <laughs> then it would be worth you know, $2,000, right. For the 5,000, 10,000 for the right person. Right. So it's, it's interesting kind of hearing that, uh, hearing that. And, and I would love to hear you talk maybe a little bit about that idea of like dialing in that transformation or that specificity around like, what is that outcome or result they're going to get as a way to, you know, to really dial in that the higher ticket offer? Yeah. I think it's again, looking at exactly what your skill is like, cool. If it's music theory, great teaching someone music theory is kind of an outcome, but is it, I'm going to help you apply music theory so you can write 12 better songs than you did mm -hmm. before. That's a much clearer outcome. Like you, like you put it or a transformation, but using your special skill of like, Hey, I'm, I'm amazing when it comes to, when it comes to music theory, I think a lot of people writing songs don't have that skill, you know, music theory went over my head. I'm a drummer. I was just like, I'm a bang on stuff. So hmm. I would, you know, if somebody came to me and was just like, I'm going to turn your drumming skills into, you know, you're going to become a music theory master. There's even, there's another better outcome transformation. So it's about using emotion too. It's like, what do they really, really want? What are they fearful of? Again, trying to think of like real life examples that we have. Um, had a vocal coach that we worked with a couple of years ago who he was doing the thing. He was like doing like hourly lessons. It was like a 75 bucks a lesson out in LA. Like it was cool, but we wanted to say, Hey, we wanted to up your revenue. Let's make a high ticket and let's get more specific about what you're helping them as opposed to they're coming in and you're 
they're singing a song. You're like, oh, you can do better here. You can do better here. But they don't really leave with a big outcome that's worth $2,000 as opposed to 75. So I said, cool, what do you really want to focus your clients on? And we got to the bottom of it. And he's like, well, I really enjoy like helping them find their actual voice instead of trying to sing like Beyonce and instead of trying to sing like Michael Jackson or whatever, like we help them. I want to help them unlock their authentic voice. I was like, boom, that's it. That's your transformation right there. So kind of named it from there. It was just like, unlock your authentic voice program. So it's like, by the end of this, pro, by the end of this, you're going to have, you're going to know exactly what your authentic voice is. And you're going to be able to sing, adapt any song to your authentic voice. His clients loved it because they were, you know, a lot of times they were younger kids that didn't quite know what their voice was. They were still kind of figuring that out. So that was a big transformation that they really wanted to get. It all came down from just asking questions, asking him questions like, what is your goal with your clients? What do you want them to do? Knowing your own skills, where do you want them to get to? So you're totally right. People want, you want to sell transformations and not features of stuff that features versus benefits, which is another thing that most people are like, Oh, what, what do you mean? Selling those, selling those big benefits, AKA a transformation allows you to be able to sell high ticket as opposed to just saying, yeah, here's a thing, like buy it. Like it'll, you know, it's got all the bells and whistles. Like that's a feature. A feature would be like this new MacBook has an M1 processing chip. That's cool. The benefit of that is, hey, you can you can open every single app while you're making music and it'll never close. That's a benefit. People buy off of benefits, not, not off of features. And we don't really care about any of that stuff. Mm. Just as an example. Um, yeah, that's that's so good. It's really helpful to hear that real life example too of that the vocal vocal coaching, finding your authentic voice. Awesome. Cool, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to come on here and, and share some of your insights and lessons from you know helping artists to really clarify who they are and what they can do uniquely, what they're passionate about that also can provide huge value enough so to you know, be able to create a high ticket offer around it. I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. So uh, for anyone who's listening to this right now, who would be interested in learning more or potentially even like applying for the, for the coaching, what would be the next step for that? Yeah, my DMs are always open. I love to have conversations with people first. So please check me out on Instagram. It's instagram.com slash AC underscore Evan or go to artistcollect.com and you can check me out there and apply on the page. But I would really love to have a conversation with you first, really dive into like what your skills are, what you're dealing with, things like that. But yeah, definitely looking for some music teachers, some music coaches who want to take that in-person lesson and turn it into a high ticket. Let's do it. Awesome. Cool. Well, like always, we'll put all the links and whatnot in the show notes for easy access. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here today. Of course, man. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Yeah! Hey, it's Michael here. I hope that you got a ton of value out of this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes to learn more about our guests today. And if you want to support the podcast, then there's a few ways to help us grow. First, if you hit subscribe, then I'll make sure you don't miss a new episode. Secondly, if you share it with your friends or on your social media, tag us. That really helps us out. And third, uh, best of all, if you leave us an honest review, it's going to help us reach more musicians like you who want to take their music careers to the next level. The time to be a modern musician is now, and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode.